Hello, producer Matt. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You were telling me something pretty exciting, and I thought it would be an interesting uh, thing to tell the listeners who are listening right now. Yes. Um, well, the news is if you actually don't want to hear from me again mm. in this context with ads, all you have to do is join the Patreon and you can get an ad-free office hours experience. So right now, there's rubes listening who are not paying, but they're listening to ads after ads. Yeah, such as this. They're I don't listen to the ads. Time. I don't pay attention to that aspect of the show. Yeah, but you're well, telling me there are ads in in this podcast. Oh, the whoever's hearing this right now, their experience of office hours is littered with ads. Yuck. So, but you want to listen to it ad free? Where do you do? What do you do? You just go to patreon.com slash office hours live. What's that going to cost me? Hundreds of dollars? Oh, not even close. Not even for $55, you can get a whole year of office hours entertainment. $55. What that's, well, that's uh, how much you can, you can do it for $5 a month, correct? If you're a fool. Right. (laughs) You would pay. You'd pay $60 for a year at right. $5 a month. Dripping dripping the money in every week. Yeah, like a fool. Or you can just want, you know, cut your check. Sign up for the year because we're not going anywhere. No, we'll be right here. And if you pay, then you don't have to hear this kind of junk anymore. Ad free for patron subscribers. That's big. No. Let's lock the gates and start the show. I like having fun. I like to laugh. I like to meet people who can make me laugh. I like having fun. Yes, I like it to laugh. I like having fun to meet people who laugh. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, February 18th, 2021. 10 a.m. here on the Pacific Coast in Glendale, California. Beautiful day out. Skies, high mid 50s. We're thinking. I haven't done a full temperature check. I want to get right to the show today, folks. We have so much to get to. So much is going on. Tremendous guests. I'm not going to waste your time with a bunch of bullshit. I'm not going to do it again. I've been doing it every week. I get on and I ramble and rant and I talk about all kinds of screenings, all kinds of merch opportunities, but today's all about content creation, as Martin Scorsese has instructed us so wisely to focus on. Content creation, constantly create content. That's the three C's. The three C's of being an artist. Constantly create content. I'm joined in this pursuit as I search and fight, claw my way through life. I claw my way through life in pursuit of content, creating it and living it and sharing it and monetizing it in this pursuit, in this quest. I am joined by one of the great artists, one of the great men. Yeah, DJ the pound to my right. Hell yeah. And as always, sitting straight across from DJ Doug Pound, another knight in my army as I travel and traipse through the land 
across oceans, over mountains, searching for the great content to deliver to you. <laughs> Oftentimes ad-free if you're a member of the Patreon community. Is the victor, the burger, the big cheeseburger, Vic Burger. <laughs> Get this man a double cheeseburger, Vic Burger's here. I'm very hungry today. Producer Matt Wes is here. We have a gentleman uh, also monitoring the audio. Lots of things going on here today. Uh, we couldn't be happier to share the day with you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Lisa Belladonna coming up. One of the great, if you're not following Lisa Belladonna on Instagram, you're missing out. Hello, it's Mr. Nasty. <laughs> she, she's a tremendous synthesizer performer, amazing sound crafts woman. Um, and I've just, I can't wait to talk to her. I've never met her. I've never talked to her. I'm just a fan. Then somebody that I am a friend of and know very well, Robert Popper. We've had Robin Cooper call in, but now we're going to have Robert Popper, the creator of Robin Cooper, call in and talk about his new audiobook, um, The Time Waster Compendium, now available on audio, on Audible. <laughs> I was doing so good. Uh, city, we're going to get right to this, folks, because there's so much to get to. The City of the Day! Look at this, the show's humming. Vic, you haven't even gotten a, a word in edgewise. No. And you have Coming nothing to say, fast. do you? I got nothing to say today, so. So just work on your drops. Nothing yeah. much there, more to say. Vic and Doug, Doug, you also are quiet as a mouse. I'm in drop heaven here, and it's like, i got to pick and choose. We speak through our fingers. Mm -hmm. The City of the Day is brought to you by Billy Corgan's Corner Corner. So I'm going to try that again. Take two. Can I get a take two on that? City of the Day, we can edit this later. City of the Day is brought, <clears throat> let me try again. The City of the Day is brought to you by Billy Corgan's Corner Corner. Don't you hate dealing with those big city coroners and their ho-hum bureaucratic runaround whenever you have a dead body on your hands? Yeah. Well, now you can cut the red tape with your friendly Corner Corner, owner owned and operated by a name you can trust, a Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. If you're anything like me, you're sick of big government telling you whether or not you... Hmm. <laughs> if you're anything like me, you're sick of big government telling you whether or not your cousin is dead. That's why I've made the switch for my stiffs. Just call Billy and tell him you heard about his store on office hours, and he'll take care of your cadavers with a smile. This is not your typical big box coroner. This is Billy Corgan's Corner Corner. The body might be cold, but our service is warm. That's from Billy Corgan, famous bald-headed lead singer, wrestling advocate of the Smashing Pumpkins, frequent guest on the Joe Rogan podcast. City of the Day is... Philadelphia. Spent a lot of time in Philadelphia. I wasn't going to say I grew up there, but I went to college there and lived there. Philadelphia, high uh, weather right now, high of uh, 30 degrees. Eee, brisk. What's the low, Doug? Any idea? Wow. 12. Fifth, uh, 25. Uh, huh. All right. Uh, let's take a quick zoomer before we get into the, the meat of the show today. Say hello. Amanda Maduri. Amanda Hug and First Kiss. First in line today. I need Amanda. How many times have you gotten that, uh, Amanda? You have to unmute on your side, Amanda. There you go. M many times. Thank you. How are you today, Ma um, Amanda? How can I help you today? 
I'm doing very well. I just had to show my Dickies overall support for my boy Doug. Let's hear it for Doug and his overall. There he goes too. Wow. Dick, 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 dicky, dick. These were tie-dyed by my friends in Chicago. Forever friends. There you go. So, paid promotion. You know how bad I would look in that outfit? I'd look so fat. (laughs) I'm going to get you some. I'm going to get you some. I'd try them. slimming. Well, my friend Fred Armisen, during the quarantine, decided he was going to simply wear coveralls, the zip-up kind, not the over... I guess, is that what you call coveralls? Painter coveralls? Yeah, just like the one-piece... And just to did word that every day, just That's to cut a couple easy different to, copies. Easy but choice. Okay. Amanda, where are you calling from? Chicago, too? No, Brooklyn, New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the best. The pizza. The five families. Right? What, side, what family are you uh, aligned with when it comes to the mob? <laughs> are you a Genovese? Are you a Costello? The salami. Salami. The salami brothers. One of the minor families of the five families. I was thinking about that, Doug, in The Sopranos. Uh, not to make every show about The Sopranos, but in The in the Sopranos, they talk about there's the Jersey crew. There's Some a Jer- the Jersey family, the Soprano family. That's not what me. is that? Is there an alarm going off in your Oh, that's building? me. My, oh, that was. Of course it is. I don't know why that kept going. Um, how do you know when things are not working or, or that's the plan on this show? I mean, that... <laughs> Anyways, so they have the five, they always talk about the five families, right? Okay. And then the Soprano uh, family in Jersey. Yeah, she's on board with this. But they don't, you, you only see the one of the five, the whole show. You see that, uh, the what's it called? Carmine, Carmine's family. So where are the other families? Step up. Um, step up. Step up. All right, Amanda, listen, obviously it's a big day. We want to pay tribute we are broadcasters, okay? First and foremost, what we do is broadcast. It's a long, beautiful tradition started by Marconi, great broadcast, the great inventor of radio, the Italian Marconi. Uh, and we lost one of our brothers. We lost one of our bro- bro- Is everything all right? Yeah, yeah. We're okay. just doing the usual. We're cu- Sorry, we had to mute you, Amanda. You had a lot of background noise. Brothers are brothers. And we might not always agree. You know, sometimes you fight with your family. <clears throat> you, but you're not going to be lockstep. But he was a brother. So today we're going to pay tribute to Rush. Um, I think we have somebody sitting by that's going to speak about it very briefly. Hopefully we, he was banned from the show. I'm letting him back in because he really felt close and personal to this situation. Let's bring Phil Braun on real quick to talk about Rush and what he meant to him and everybody else. Hey, hey. Oh, hey guys, are you you there? Hey, excuse me, Phil, yes. <laughs> hey. You got, um, a short, you got a short leash today, so share with us your thoughts on Rush and what Phil, uh, this means, what, what happened yesterday and what that means. Sure. Well, yeah, I'm happy to uh, talk about Rush. Um, wrote a little something prepared uh, that I could read yep. uh, in Make honor of Rush today. Um, so, you know, uh, born in 1981 at uh, Le Studio in Morin Heights, Quebec, Rush Limelight became the number four charted hit in the U.S. Billboard top ranks. You're talking about... And is still being played in radio stations all across the country. You're talking about Rush the band. I'm talking about Rush Limbaugh, Phil. I'm talking about Rush Limbaugh, who passed away from lung cancer yesterday at 70 years old, Phil. Not Rush the band, that I, the band I don't like. 
Rush Limelight. I thought, was that what we were talking about today? <laughs> we're not talking <laughs> about Rush Limelight. We're talking about Rush Limbaugh. Limbaugh. Okay? Have some well, respect. Limelight was... Um, I asked Rush? you to come on here and pay tribute to a great broadcaster, and you come on here and you make a mockery of it after I banned you, Phil? I'm going to come down to Atlanta and smack you. Well, this stupid Crocodile Dundee hat. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm wearing this hat all the time now. People like it. <laughs> People like it? Uh, Who? Who fucking likes I'm, that hat? No one. Now, I'm listen. not even in Atlanta, so good luck coming down here. I'm up in New York City right now because, oh. coincidentally, getting ready for Gettython that's coming up. All right. Kill his mic. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> and you, uh, you are once again when banned. Is when is You're back to being banned. When is Gettython? Can you privately about that? All right. <laughs> that's not something. That's not information we want to dispel. Okay. No. Let me get back to let me get back on track here because Rush Limbaugh was you know whether you liked him or not liked him he was an important voice and he was a great broadcaster and I got a chance to get to know him a little bit about uh, before he passed and um, oh you did I did Where'd you I guys? went to Balm uh, Balm Balmy Palm Beach is that where he broadcasted out of yes and I spoke with him we became very close <laughs> I think since Christmas. And he, we knew that he was not well. And I said, Rush, what do you want your legacy to be? And he said, I want the EIB network to continue on. When I go, you must carry the torch. You must, you must continue the EIB network. For many years, I am merely the beginning of a long history. It, it is up to you. He said, I've listened to your office hour broadcast and I disagree with a lot of your political positions, but you are, you are the, uh, you are a broadcaster of the finest order. You take it seriously. You handle segments wonderfully. Your interviews are top notch. And now when I go, should it be today? Feels smoking. <laughs> Six months from now, it will be you who carries on the EIB tradition. And so, folks, with great respect and great honor, I am here to make a huge announcement that now that Rich Limblog has passed, it is my honor to now share with you the new home of the EIB network. We are live, broadcasting from Glendale, California. The EIB Network is back. And we had a moment. We shall pay tribute to Rush Limbaugh, who began the EIB Network in 1981. <laughs> or whenever. My name is Tim Heidecker. I am the new host of the EIB Network Office Hours Live. What an honor it is to be with you folks. Now listen, friends... I'm joined by Doug Lusenhop and Victor Berger IV. Now, Vic, I've seen some of your satirical videos mocking the president, and I must say, while they made me laugh, they were very disrespectful to the office of the presidency. So I'm going to ask you to leave right now. And this show will just be me and Doug. You will uh, 
take the phone calls and do whatever needs to be done as far as janitorial services. Now, I just want to speak briefly about the current state of the uh, so-called coronavirus or the COVID-19, or as I call it, the Biden virus, which has been ravaging the country since he's taken office. Now, a lot of people want to look at the uh, role that Congress is playing and put blame on certain individuals, be they men or women, who have made legislative decisions as it relates to the virus and the relief package. But friends, we cannot ignore the fact that Joe Biden, one of the most unpatriotic, one of the most uh, lecherous, subhuman... Um, presidents to have ever occupied the office prescription jobs. bears 100% responsibility for the Biden virus, which is now ravaging our country. Look, come on, man. And we have to acknowledge that we um, are forced to do something about it, and you have to uh, make your voices heard. Let's take a few calls on the EIB network. When in doubt, I have a peanut butter jelly sandwich. What do we have? Matt, the producer. Let's take Sorry, a call. Dealing with a little chat flame up. Oh, what <laughs> happened? Oh, we got someone being a wiseacre. Well, listen. Uh, that's okay. And we also want to uh, thank our sponsor, Gold. Gold property. <laughs> gold gold, Just gold, gold. Is, is sponsoring our show. Gold itself. The element. The element of gold is now sponsoring our show. Gold, one of the rarest the elements in the universe. Right. Makes for great coins. And now becomes a terrific investment opportunity and Tommy G's Cigars. Tommy G's a friend of the show. And these are some of the finest 349 cigars out there. These are made by uh, indentured servants in the Dominican Republic, I believe. Fine brand. They light beautifully and they smoke like a champ. Tommy G's Cigars. Let's take a call on the EIB network. This is Tim Heidecker. And we're speaking about all things relating to the... uh, the disaster that is the Biden administration. Let's take a call. Dirty DDDD with a snow report. Wow. Well, How's it going, guys? Look at this. What? It is snowing where you are, which makes me wonder what the Democrats are going to say about global warming. I where is the evidence? When you look out the window and see 10 feet of snow, you have Texas under a winter warning, and you have uh, this gentleman. Where are you calling from, sir? Oxford, Mississippi. Mississippi should never have snow, but it does now. Yeah. And uh, you could talk about global warming until your face turns blue. But it's all because of the Green New Deal. The Green New Deal. Uh, the Green New Deal. With Bernie Sanders and AOC and Rashid and Talib and the Squad, mm-hmm. who have uh, who have become traitors to this nation and uh, okay. must be dealt with swiftly. Now, in, in the nineteenth century. You would have a squadron of uh, uh, individuals take care of that situation, and there would be no discussion about it. Dang, dong. Hey, I think I think Rush was just trying to get away from the from the cold, you know, like Ted Cruz. I can't. What's that? Oh, I can't hear you. Hello, can I'm, you hear me? I've had sudden loss, and I don't know if this is something to do with the EIB network transfer, but I've had sudden loss of hearing. I've had sudden loss. I can't hear my own voice. I can't. Test one, two. Test one, two. I've gone completely deaf. Is there something about this tone of voice that could be damaging to one's ears? I can't hear. My ears have stopped working. 
I cannot hear a word. Is it the pills you've Sammy? been taking? I can't hear you. Oh, what? Pills? <laughs> I, yes, I'm on painkillers, which I've become addicted to. These are OxyContin pills uh, for uh, my severe uh, uh, o uh, obese obesity. Uh, They're for obesity? Well, no. I had, oh, you can uh, hear me now. I had... <laughs> Let me say, let me look at you. What? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> it says, uh, I uh, had uh, put on a tremendous amount of, I was, weighed 400 pounds, which was terrible for my uh, bones and my muscles. My back had seized up and had, had terrible uh, back problems. And so my doctor prescribed uh, painkillers, uh, OxyContin. And I had become hopelessly addicted to the uh, pills. And. And that's that. And so apparently, what happens is your hearing becomes affected after a period of time. And somehow, through magic or through some kind of uh, curse, the uh, addiction to OxyContin and the hearing loss has been passed along by the corpse, Limbog. And his spirit, his uh, haunted uh, spirit, is with us today, taking my hearing and crippling it. And so I will not be able to hear, but I will take a guess at what you're talking about throughout the show. Okay, another call here on the EIB network. Amy Mo has a question for Rush. Yes. yes. Megadiddos, Rush. Megadiddos, I assume you said. Uh, yes, Megadiddos. How's that? You, you must question. scream. You see, I'm deaf. <laughs> no possible way to hear what you're saying. Uh, I'll attempt question. to read your lips. <laughs> I have a question for you. you said, oh, excuse um, me. I have terrible said, cough. I don't know what it is. I, <coughs> there's blood coming out of my mouth. I hope said, I also don't have lung cancer. Go ahead. Oh, God, that would be awful. I'll try to read your lips. <laughs> okay, okay, well, I just wanted to know hmm. your reasoning. You said that women shouldn't be allowed on juries when yes. the defendant is a stud. And I just was wondering what the reasoning for that was. Well, you're, you're asking a question for Rush Limbaugh. I'm Tim Heidecker, who has uh, unfortunately received some of the uh, negative aspects of Rush Limbaugh, one being the loss of my hearing and what appears to be sudden onset of stage four lung cancer. I can feel it in my bones. Slay queen. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like I'm going to last much longer. Therefore, I must pass the torch <laughs> on to you. <laughs> no, because the, the, the cancer, the, the Limbog cancer is, is just is ravaging me at a rapid pace. I can't. Would you take the EIB network? Take it. Good luck. I hope the same curse does not affect. Well, I don't know if I want this. You. <laughs> Do we need to Vic, Maybe we, we can put it up on top one? of your uh, well, logo. I don't know. I don't know if I want to take part well, in it. That looks this. good there. That's not, not bad. <laughs> All right. All right. I couldn't. I was end right. scene I, or end scene. I didn't go. I didn't My expect God. that to go that yeah, far. That <laughs> but once you start oh, talking, I can understand the appeal. Yeah. Rush Limbaugh decided that I could speak like this. My elocution has never been stronger. As long as I speak with this inflection, anything I say will be believed by idiots. <laughs> I own slaves. Yeah. The Democratic Party... 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is a party of slavery. They created slavery and continue to use slavery tactics to this day. I'm not speaking metaphorically. I believe that many top Democrats now do possess slaves and have them uh, picking cotton outside of their... Uh, Washington, D.C., Brie and Chardonnay festivals. <laughs> All right, for Christ's sake. I've shredded my voice. Come on, man. Dead. Yeah, this is going to be, I see. Dead. Dead. I see. Dead. Dead. I mean, you know how no, no disrespect to cigar smokers, but you all look so stupid when you smoke cigars. Yeah, she get, you getting yours out, though? I got, yeah. a, I got a nice quote from Limbaugh here. Okay. Play your greatest hits from Limbaugh. Huh? Play your greatest hits from Limbaugh. <laughs> and how many people have died since the white man arrived here due to lung cancer thanks to the Indian invented custom of smoking tobacco? Uh, Who are the real killers here? <laughs> I got one. It's not racist. Excuse me. I um may have sampled some beans earlier. Well, let's just say I'll have plenty of gas. <laughs> Where? I like that. That's a nice one. That's huh? a fine one. Mm-hmm. Where are our reparations? Maybe he wasn't that bad after all. Where are? You know how to stop abortion? Require that each one occur with a gun. You know, people pick and choose. He, you know, everyone says something wrong once in a while. I bet he said a lot of great things. I mean, I was watching some like stuff from the like mid '80s, and he was kind of entertaining. I get it. I get the appeal, but I think he really meant all that stuff. Like, kind of. I don't know. He brought on, like, Alex Jones and horrible pigs like Ben Shapiro. Like, Did he? Yeah. No, I mean, he terrible. didn't bring them on. I mean, I mean sorry, he, like, I'm sorry to, he I'm brought he's, them he's, in. Uh, he's awful. Yeah. <laughs> I, get no, the, I get the appeal. Vic of all people. There's no, there's no, debate. There's no I, debate about this. I think it's great no that he's dead. I think it's great that he's dead, but I understand the appeal. Like, May why? he rot. May he rot. May he rot. He was the first to own the libs. You know what I mean? He was the first Dan Bongino kind of thing. Yeah. All right, let's. Like, um, my entire life right now is where about are we at, Mibs? We got to take another call. Let's take a call. Take the calls. EIB chunk of the show has been uh, are, exhausted. Are people like upset that that we're, we're mocking a dead something? man? No, I mean some people thing? sure are. Hello? Can you hear me? Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? It's going well. I'm glad that the Rush Limbaugh part of the show is over. It really? Was <laughs> Just getting started. <laughs> I you didn't enjoy my impression? I think I just enjoyed the romantic tone of the last episode so much that that was just a... Uh, right. That was atrocious. Uh, where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Aha! <laughs> cold there right now? Cold snap? It's very cold. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cold here. Well, how can I help you today? Um... I think I want to just give a shout out of appreciation to Matt. I feel like Matt is like such a ray of sunshine. Wow, like, here thank we go. you, Matt, for everything wow. you do. Wow. 
Thanks, Brianna. Man, so positive. That is, I had a good well, how feeling much did he pay you? Yes, what is this? What was this uh, <laughs> under the table deal? Like a sister this or something? Fiver, Who is this? This is a Fiverr gig, right? Yeah. There's a lot well, of this mad is no, deal. <laughs> <laughs> no deal involved. I just feel like whenever we get to see him, he's just like such a light. So I'm just like, thank you. I, wow. I think I'm just still feeling wow. so romantic from the Tim and Eric Valentine's Day special. I hear you. That was a big success. That was Tell my wife that I'm a light. I like that. Yeah, he's darker than you might think, but uh, he's dimmer than you might think too. Nice dim bolt back there. Matt works incredibly hard, as everyone knows. I brought him into this fold right right at the end of last uh, the year before. Asked him to take the reins of this, and some people are originalists when it comes to office hours. They prefer the old days when nothing worked. And it was a big mess. And I want to tell those people that you've never been more wrong. Wrong. And your wrong. opinion, sometimes we can all have opinions. We can all think it's, it's relativism. There's, there's room for everybody. It's a big tent. But there are objective wrong. truths. And one of the obje objective truths is this show is better because of Matt. Not worse, oh. as many people have said. <laughs> Absolutely. Next I do seem to somewhat divisive. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I think it's only... You know, there was an issue, I think, maybe on some of the like the, the uh, evening game night shows where we have a policy of more loose chat with you and you do chime in more, which I appreciate and think is fine. But people are used to hearing. They think you're snuffing out Vic. Poor Vic. All right. Poor me. I got some guff about that. I did. Vic, do you anyway. feel encroached upon by oh, Matt? Oh, no comments. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Matt? <laughs> they got mad at me for game night. They said that I like shut you down. Yeah, you did. It doesn't matter shut though. It doesn't matter. Up. We it's were having we goof. were having fun, a having a blast. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't you. matter. I was shutting you down too. Yeah, everybody they, shuts me nobody down. Nobody gives me guff for it. <laughs> it's fine. I'm gonna. By the way, today's show. I was trying to craft this in a tweet, but it, I couldn't make it work. We've got something for both Vic and Doug. It's on a very real, close level. Lisa Belladonna, synth. Extraordinaire. Doug yeah. is a synth freak. And Vic, too, but Doug's really on a synth high right now, correct, Doug? Yeah. <laughs> I've been on a synth. I'm not a... I, I don't know what I'm doing. I bought some gear. What'd you buy? Or do you want to save that for Lisa Belladonna? Let you guys ch hash it out. The other thing is Vic... <laughs> Yeah, Robert Popper. Yes, I'm a big fan of Robert Popper. We all are, but you're spe specifically a big fan of his show Friday Night. I Dinner. love it. I love it, and uh, I so, wish the new season would be released in America. I don't know why it isn't. That would be a question I have for him. Yeah, well, let's make it happen. Well, I'm a Popper head too. I mean, yeah. I've gone. I go all the way I mean, back to like, uh, look, around look around you. you. I mean, and all, what about all John Popper from uh, the? <laughs> <laughs> traveling the uh, traveling will, the no. will, the will the blues tra blues traveler the BT yeah the blues traveler when I don't need someone to be that good at the harmonica Some I like his like harmonica vest that has like every, <laughs> it's like thirty on each up. side Google it. Uh, <laughs> I mean what's one thing that's happened. Uh, Late last night and then this morning is very rare for us when some some sort of fun news breaks before the show, and it hasn't gotten played out to death. But maybe it has already. But this Ted Cruz thing, where he's been, uh, Not the best. he went off to uh, Cancun with his family, right in the middle of. I hope anybody listening that's in Texas, I hope you're all safe. Anybody in the right. Chad, are you down there in Texas? Chad, okay. come on in the show. Chad, okay. Texas rolling blackout here. Thank you so much. Um, North Carolina, okay. Brianna. Brianna. 
Thank you for being with us today. I'll remember that the name. Chad, what's happening where you are right now? You're muted. Oh, no. Stand by. His mute button's frozen over. Chad, can you? Chad, the, <laughs> the audio's not, the audio's frozen outside on your end. Yeah, he's, he's, he's unmuted. I don't know. What's he was on. passionately speaking too. Yeah, he was. Hopefully, they're not like wasting his phone huh. battery. Uh... Oh, someone else in Texas, Jerry Sorry. Shlomo. Shlomo, Jerry. Sorry, Chad. Where are you? Whoa. Hey, what's up, Sam? Hey, man, where are wow. you calling from? Um, I'm calling from the Arctic. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm in San Antonio. Shit, man! Look at that. San Antonio is covered in snow. Have you ever seen Crazy. snow like this you before? Ever, there, you ever seen that before? How come you're all winter geared up? Not. I think you'd be just wearing cowboy boots and a, <laughs> one of those button-up shirts with the little designs on mm -hmm. the nipples. Well, we had some uh, snow a couple years ago, but nothing like this. Have you lost this power? No, luckily, actually, I live directly behind a fire station, and we're like on a on a critical grid. There you go. Wow. That's where you got to live near fire stations. Um, what do you think yep. of your uh, Senator Ted Cruz scoffing off to uh, scoffing off? Is that something people do? <laughs> yeah, I know. He went to Cancun. Um, Splitting for Cancun. That's really not a surprise. I mean, he's a piece of shit. So what do you think of his his uh, his excuse that he was just shuttling? This is the latest. He said, oh, yeah, I was going, but I was just I was escorting my family down to Cancun and then I'm coming right back. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, that's probably a typical excuse for uh, um, somebody like him. I mean, I don't know. Imagine the imagine the situation room in his hotel with him and his his wife and his assistant or advisor or something like that. What are we gonna do, Ted? We're fucked here. How are you gonna fucking go to Cancun during a major disaster happening in your state? I don't know. I, I'm fucked. Maybe we should just stay down here. No, 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 no. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna put out a statement that you were just escorting your what? What do you mean escort? Why would I just escort my family to their grown children? <laughs> and what are you saying about my wife that she can't handle taking a one, a little trip down to Cancun that I got to hold her hand? What else are we going to do, Ted? What else? We're out of options, man. He's got the big travel bag with him, too. Yeah, he's got All a big, like, that's it. a good week his of uh, Hawaiian shirts in there. <laughs> I'd love to inspect that suitcase. So, Mr. Cruz, uh, you were gone for one night. May we inspect your bag? Right. Oh, well, the thing is, uh, you know, I have a bad, uh, I sweat a lot, so I bring lots of changes of clothes, you see. So I'm incontinent, so I piss my pants. He's not enjoying his trip. He just escorts them, makes sure they get to the beach safe, and yeah. then he's like, he's out of their way. Right. He keeps an eye on it. My wife always has trouble with those key those key cards right, getting, at the hotel. Swiping into the door. She never has, yeah. a, so I got to go up there. I get them in. I immediately tuck them into bed. I show them how to work the channel changer. I show them the the book with the menu and how, which which numbers to call for room Just service. Just snorkels. And then I, I keep the cab waiting. That's the thing I do. I keep the airport uh, van waiting because then I just get back in. I go back to the airport. It's very normal. Those hotel phones are kind of hard to work. You get sometimes it's nine. Uh, sometimes you especially press in, seven. in Mexico. You know, you might right. not be able to speak the language. And, uh, yeah, T Ted Cruz speaks Spanish, so he, he goes down there. Como estás, mi wife? Uh, Heidi Cruz, uh, 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 you're okay. Here's a little. He tips the guy, and then he's back to Washington to work on the crisis. He's not tipping. Who we? No, he doesn't. He's back to flame wars with uh, Seth Rogen. Right, <laughs> honey, I can't stay. I would love to sit on the beach. 
But I got to go back and tweet at Seth Rogen <laughs> from my Senate office. You know, I got to try to overthrow so the government. Much. He loves interacting with celebrities. So <laughs> That's what he wants. That's all he wants to be is accepted by Hollywood. And he's getting big. I mean, I'm not <laughs> one to speak, but yeah, he's, he's packing it on. I was saying if when he becomes president, he's going to knock Taft off the top li- <laughs> list. He's going to look like Rush still, Limbaugh. It's still a second bathtub. <laughs> uh, we love Ted Cruz. such a bad guy. It's good to have like clear bad guys out there. Tim, Just, he's Canadian. I don't think he'll be president. Right? That's true. No, no, no he's, that's he's, been disputed. He's that's been partial, what do you call it, dual citizenship, so he could. He's got enough... Uh, American blood in him to yeah, American blood. <laughs> this is Bruce Springsteen. I'm here to support Ted Cruz for president. He's got American blood. Um, real quick shout out to the great Yoko Ono turns 88 today. Almost like 88 keys on the piano. Am I right, Vic? That's true. There are 88. How interesting. Think about that. <laughs> Yoko Ono, who was in the room. When McCartney laid down the piano tracks to Let It Be and Long and Winding Road, both great piano-driven songs. A foot from John Lennon, just right, <laughs> right next to him on his lap. Uh, yeah, but I am pro-Yoko, I say today. Pro-Yoko. Pro-Yoko. Phil, what? isn't it John Lennon in that video yelling at Phil Spector? Uh, uh. Come on, Phil. Come in the harmony part. No, not that part. No, you're fucking it up. <laughs> but I love her. I think she's awesome. She's crazy and uh, did she break up the Beatles? What happened? It doesn't even give matter. us the. It was going to happen. We are. Uh, it was going to happen. We're we're keeping uh, our. But that's, 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 oh, waiting. pardon me. Well, yeah. well, maybe uh, Lisa Belladonna can weigh in yeah. on the great Yoko Ono. I mean, maybe she has an opinion. Let's let's bring in Lisa Belladonna, um, synth extraordinaire. For the big interview on the EIB network. Source, she's a sorceress. Are yes. you there, Lisa? Are you? Yeah, hi guys. Hey, Can you hear hey. me? It's great go. to meet you. Hey, it's... Look at is that it's nice that's to not meet a you fake too. background, is wow. it? That yeah, is let's a... let's prove to the audience that that <laughs> oh is not God. a fake background. That wow. is where you are. Can you touch something tactile? Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. Can you scooch to your left a little bit, yeah, Lisa, with the way we crop in? Other other way. That's Incredible. That, that looks Perfect. good, right? How's that, Matt? Uh, the other. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> try to send yourself. There, there, there it is. Very nice. Um, oh, I see. Okay. I, I became a, I became a fan go. of you uh, last year uh, through Matt Sweeney. Um, I don't know if you know who Matt Sweeney is, uh, guitar player. I do. And he was like, mm-hmm. he sent me one of your performances on Instagram, and I was all on board with what you're about. Um, <laughs> What are you about? What so give us like where first of all, you're in are you in North Carolina? No. No, I'm in uh the Appalachian Mountains. Okay, but not not a state. There's no you're you're in a an area that is not defined by a state. I'm in my own state. International <laughs> mountains, Tim. International mountains. It's like international waters, but there's an area. Inter- there. International mountains. Yeah. Not. Bingo. That's it. I just think it's so cool because, I, I mean, when I see your Instagram, there's that world where you're in right now, which is full of technology and, and crazy sounding things. And then I see when you step outside and you're in this like beautiful rural, beyond rural, like just in the wilderness out there. It's a great, it looks like an awesome way to live. It is. I mean, it's, it's a commitment. 
it has its blessings and its curses like living anywhere else but yeah i got to a point living in the city where i'm just like i'm done yeah and i have a daughter that i wanted to have experience living out in this sort of area for a while and have that be part of her childhood so and i've just got i get a lot more done here when i'm you know prior to COVID, i was traveling a lot so it was a nice contrast so would you perform live you were you a live performer or what were you doing traveling um before COVID, i did a tour in japan with boris and relaxer and crip city prior to that i do a lot of like solo performances and concerts and i also do education and clinics and workshops at universities and And how did you how did you come to to this synth what can i call it uh an obsession or i mean you're just like the master of it i i'm in love with it yeah (laughs) you bet how did you come years how did you come to become to 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 find this uh this instrument uh in the late 80s i was working in like jingle studios like making commercials and things like that And back then, you know, this kind of synthesis wasn't really what they used to to do those sort of commercials and things. And but I worked at a studio that had an an analog synthesizer. And as soon as I as soon as I got into it, I was hooked. And as you see, it's you know, it's a it's a lifetime, you know, it's a whole life. It's a it's a lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have do you have like an association with Moog? Like, do you have a do you work for them or like I do work with Moog Music in um, Asheville and they are um, amazing people and I do a plethora of things for them obviously I do video content for them but I also help with uh, writing patch books for some of their modular synthesizers as well as they have a big um, modular digital based workstation called a Moog One that I help write wow. very multi-timbral, very complex patches for. And so it's... So it's not only great- not only are you a performer, but you've learned sort of the mechanics and the science of what makes these things hum. Oh, absolutely. You know, I got to a certain point as a performer where I really wanted to understand on a greater, higher level of, you know, how to music and so in order to do that i felt like kind of stopping everything that i was doing and studying physics for a couple of years in correlation with electronic music techniques and it's all very self-motivated but it was uh it's become a huge marriage and what i do now doug do you have you just purchased some synths do you want to reveal to least doug is behind me here i don't know if you can see him but he is a synth freak, um, and he just went on a bit of a I'm splurge. Not, <laughs> I'm not a synth freak. I don't know what I'm doing. There's a synthesizer store in Burbank. What's it called? Perfect Circuit. And I went in there, and you could play around, and um, I just bought some some toys, a bass line, uh, an- some analog synths, uh, a bass line, a drum mach- analog drum machine. Well, my question is, if anyone wants to get into it, it looks like very complicated gear you have like with patching and stuff how how could somebody who wants to dabble dabble where do you begin yeah where do you start well 
You mean instrument wise? Yeah. Or just in general? Well, I think anything that has it's semi modular is a great place to start because it allows you to start understanding the signal path that you're creating. And that signal path is the sound that you're going to make. You know, okay, I want to make a great bass sound. I want to make a flute sound or I want to make it sound like you know, Rush Limbaugh's falling into the depths of hell. <laughs> and all of those kinds of sounds you can create by just understanding where you're putting voltages together and, and creating that event. Right. You know? uh, I think a Mo grandmother is a can't-do-no-wrong synthesizer. It sounds so good, and it's so fun to patch it, and it's not complicated, and it's... It's a great place to start. Can you I define, uh, just for the layman, uh, modular, what semi-modular and modular means? There's patch points that you hook cables to that allow you to use that voltage source as something else. So you have a voltage source that creates the sound, and you have a voltage source that affects the sound, modulates the sound, changes the sound. And so with semi-modular at the, at, in layman's, it allows you to sort of use multifunctions for multiple things. Whereas if it's just a hardwire synth and you hit a button and it's a great sound, that's not really what synthesis is about to us extreme nerds. It's really <laughs> about finding, you know, it's kind of like following a path down. It's kind of like hiking in the wilderness is how I always look at it. Ooh, I like that imagery. Now, Lisa, Matt told me that you would make do a little performance for us. Sure, if you'd like. I'd love it. Yeah, yeah, I'll do a little, a little ditty. <laughs> All right, take. On. I'll be like uh, Jimmy Fallon here, ladies and gentlemen. Here on Office Hour. No, what would he say? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Lisa Belladonna. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, is that you? That was me. I was trying to do an intro <laughs> song here. <laughs> yeah, Vic and Vic and Doug are just gonna play. <clears throat> yeah, we're just. There we go. I'll get my synth out here. Uh oh.
open up the uh, open up the zooms for applause. Open. Incredible! Oh! Incredible! That was awesome. I think we all went into a nice, beautiful trance state there. That was amazing. So, do you get into a trance state when you're doing it? Do you kind of just forget, like, lose where, your sense of where you are? Or is it, or you're really like conscious of what you're doing? Well, I have to be conscious of what I'm doing because you, in order to perform with these instruments, it's it's like watercolors. Yeah. So you're constantly trying to control the mistakes. Right. But yeah, I definitely get into a sort of space that is very um, aligning with meditative with these instruments. Yeah, I mean, this is what I'm made of. When you're, <laughs> when you're performing live and you want to do an exact song that you've performed before, That's a good question. how long does it take to set up the, you know, the exact pattern and the and the tempo and and just to get the right settings before each song. It seems like it would you'd have to do that for every new song if you have a loop. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's why you got to go digital. Just do it with the yeah, laptop. Yeah, because like the old stuff that you don't have. There's no presets, right? Or you just can't kidding. really save like, like a template kind of thing, right? Well, with some of the modern Moog stuff, they have storage banks for digital sequences. Mm -hmm. So if I really did want to do a concert of repertoire, so to speak, then I could have, you know, uh, sets of banks of sounds and things like that. But I'm more of a instant composition musician. Yeah, I love to right. go into a room and, and not have a clue of what I'm going to do yeah, and then awesome. just create something on the spot for the audience at that time nice who are but, your you know, who are your influences uh, from this world or from any world like what what did what what did you question. hear that thought i want to do that that's a great question I know. you know really i read a book by a gentleman named robert monroe who um had a book called journeys out of the body and when i was a young teen i had a series of astral projections and it was in those experiences that i heard and witnessed colors of sound that definitely urged me to want to find a way to realize them. And then of course, musical references, we could go on forever, but you know, Wendy Carlos, Klaus Schulz, um, Joe Zawinul, Chick Corea. Oh, RIP, right? Yeah. Chick Corea. So many, there's yeah. so many musicians. Do you, you know, know this one? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who made that? You? That's no. That's uh, I don't know how to say it properly, but Jean Jacques Perry. Do you know? Do you know? Jean Jacques Perry. Jean Jacques Perry. Perry. Kingsley, I don't know right? French very well. Yes. Wait. Yeah, she doesn't Jean know. Move on. That's who made oh, that? I, yeah. That's. A, <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Um, anyway. I so I always I always love to bring this show to a halt. Yeah, Vic. That did it. Just nod. It just right. nod and be yeah, saying, "Yep." Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> Lisa, so you have music, you have records out that people can check out. Yep. Are you recording anything now? Did you use the quarantine to make new stuff or? Oh yeah, I put out twenty four albums in the last two years. Wait, what? <laughs> what, what? What? Wait, where? On is it? Uh, on my Bandcamp. On your Bandcamp. Dot bandcamp .com. Oh my God. Well, then I'm going to throw all my other records away and only have your records in my life. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's one way of, do, one way of do, living. Do you yeah. still do jingles these days? No. Okay. I, I mean, you. sometimes. Because you work for a jingle house. Is that what you said? Like you I just... did when I was young. Did anything that we'd recognize? The best part of waking, waking up, up is Folgers <laughs> in your cup. 
Maybe no, I did one called uh, for Washington Technical College. If you can dream it, you can do it at Washington Tech. What? It was one <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Good. It was like, you know, super synth brass. I mean, it was just what you would imagine it would be, you know. Right. And there was one uh, Bauer Vision Center. It's the only place mm-hmm. in sight. <laughs> or there's no place. There's no place better in sight. <laughs> Well, it was horrible at that age. It was, it was a real chore, but I was so fascinated with studio technique yeah. and I didn't have any experience prior to working in a studio. So, and back then, I mean, your only choice was to be in a real studio doing that stuff. There was no home recording on that. Like you very know. little. Yeah. Yeah. There I were... mean, basically like what's sitting behind me, this reel to reel, that's what, you know, I started with right. and that's it. And now I have, you know, dozens of reels that i connect together but do you t- do you record the tape ever do you like recording to tape oh mostly oh yeah mostly. I, I yeah i tip i don't have a moving camera right now but i have oh i don't know at least a dozen different types of tape machines wow here and then i use them in correlation with digital right i um i'm i'm working on a new record and one of the one of the things that's sort of guiding the the, the sound of the record is uh, the Lindrum. Oh yeah, the Lindrum machine, and that is yeah. a that's a great sounding drum machine. It's a classic, right? It sure is. I used to connect um, <clears throat> ARP sequencer to um, an Oberheim digital sequencer into the Lindrum and then use a CR78 as a sort of color right. all synced together. And by the way, I loved the uh, Fear of Death album. Oh, thank you so much. I, I want one. I'll get you a copy. Please. Okay, Please. Matt, we'll discuss offline sure. how to make That's that happen. Right. Of course. Since you're not revealing your your uh, specific location, we'll have to <laughs> send a drone. There's no no reason for you to give your address on my program. I understand. <laughs> we can um, get that offline. Yeah. Lisa, I have to run, but I really do appreciate you stopping in and performing for us at the audience in the chat. We're flipping out on your uh, performance. They thought it was awesome, and I hope you'll well, get hundreds yeah. of downloads of your uh, albums from my fans. Be my baby, <laughs> my favorite song. That would be nice. Be a nice bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, take care and. Uh, Thank you, Tim. Nice to meet and speak with you. You bet. You too. All Thanks the best. Thanks to Matt and all your staff too. Of course. You guys are awesome. Doug. My pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> No problem. I, it's hard to say and goodbye. Doug I will say thank you, questions. too. Just have him call me. I got him. Okay. Doug, you have any questions, you call Lisa. Okay. Lisa Belladon. Yeah. Lisa Belladon. Oh, my All right. Moving along. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. The great, the incomparable friends. <laughs> friends, not often does music move me. I had Elton John perform at my wedding, and I love his music. I've never really understood the synthesizer. She should jam with us during the next drop concert. Well, that of course is a no-brain. But that's like her synth. Bring this whole. whole That's like saying um, I should go ahead and write a song with Bob Dylan. (laughs) How about she runs? We go with our chaos pads. (laughs) Yeah. And we just like mess around with her output. Right. We get the final. She does. We get the final. uh, You know. Right. 
touch. I'm sure that's her dream. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, uh, we just ruin it. She's like, why don't I do this? I'll send you a, I'll send you a 45 minute track of me jamming, and you guys can use it however you want. Chop fart it up. Sounds over top of it. And yeah, we just put like. <laughs> All right, let's take a zoomer before oh, we get I to uh, Robert. Slaves. Ian. Oh, Against Ian. better judgment with his funny mustache. Where's Ian? Ian Sakurala. Can you unmute? Ian Sakurala. Hello, Ian. How you doing? Where is he? There he is. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> fuck me. What is that, a chroma green mustache? What are you drinking? Yeah. A mix... Uh, 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 St. Patty's Day mix. What is that? Mix shake. Shamrock shake. Shamrock shake. Yeah, Thank shamrock you. I wish. Gulping on a shamrock shake. <laughs> um, I just want to say, big fan. Finally subscribed to the Patreon. Welcome aboard. We're chilling. Okay, honey. Isn't it wonderful? Oh, it's just. Oh, the benefits. Okay, thank you. You. Did you get my whisper? Did you get my whisper session that we did? I yeah. do the Sunday morning whisper sessions. An yeah. hour now. We're doing an hour of whispering. Individual <laughs> yeah. whisper Wait, session. Is that a digital mustache? I can't tell. Is that a, yeah. is it painted like on? A, oh, okay. I got a, tell you pretty impressive. Yeah, I got that Zoom. You're a bad boy. <laughs> You're a really Mom, bad boy. I'm going to take your underwear down around your knees and spank you, little <laughs> bad boy. I'm going to stick my finger up in your hole. Sunday morning? I'm going to be right behind you at church. When you sit down in the pew, you're going to be sitting on my lap, you little son of a bitch. I'm a ghost. I'm the ghost of Rush Limbaugh. What does he sound like, Rush Limbaugh? That There's a cartoon character that sounds like this. Uh, From Hanna-Barbera, of course. Yogi Bear? Right. Yogi, yeah, Bear. Yogi Bear. No, not Yogi, Yogi Bear. The, the cop on the thing. Oh! Like the, the state I should have done cartoon voices. Yeah, Rush Limbaugh was like, I was just, I just wanted to hear my own voice. I could have, they, Hannah Barbera li didn't listen to my audition tape. You got it. So I decided to do radio instead. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it corrupted me. A tiny cancer cell bore into my lungs the moment I began speaking on the EIB network. <laughs> do and over that. years, it metastasized. Yeah, I mean, that's not really a word that I use. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh um, from the grave, the true story. Yes, here I am in hell. <laughs> ah, I figured I'd be in hell. Oh, well, I'll make the most of it. Hey, it's not as hot as Palm Beach. <laughs> All right. Who else do we have? Did he get his question in? Yes. What do you, no, he, he didn't say just anything. Complimenting. You yeah, I got a question. Okay, go ahead. Um, yo, so my dog has a human-like scream, and oh, when I walk my it. dog, your dog has a what? Dog, human. It's like a human-like scream. Okay. But when I walk my dog, she's highly vocal, right, with ex excitement, and people oftentimes come out of their houses and or their windows and like with a concerned face and. Ask me if everything is all right because I think they think I'm beating a child or my dog. Uh huh. Um, so what was the ideal response? Well, if this was a real show, I'd ask yeah. you to demonstrate this sound somehow with a dog. It's like this. This is this is a dog. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Can you, I mean, you can, can get you the just, voice box. Can you just do? Uh, can you surgery. imitate it? Just imitate it with your own mouth. Imit- All right, it's like one, two, three. I was about to do that, Tim. Sorry, I'm just a little quicker. That's why I'm in the captain's chair. But can't. But where's your dog right now? He's underneath there. Underneath the blanket. So well, poke him with a fork yeah. or something. Get him barking. Let's get him singing. God damn it. There she is. Hey! <laughs> you performed for this show. One scream? One, two, three, four. You're a motorcycle? Yeah. She screams at motorcycles, so, you know. Uh, get a motorcycle can you sound just, going. Can you howl? Like, like, you howl and then get the dog howling. Yeah. Rile him up. Howl! That looks like my old dog, Jambi. It's like my old dog, too. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jambi's ears used to do that. All right, this is a bust. Yeah, sorry. This is a setup. Get him out of here. This is a setup. Thank you. Thank you Take right. care. You too. Part of me yesterday was thinking, you know what? With the Rush Limbaugh, let's let's take the high road. <laughs> nah. Let's sell, you know, nah. let's not, okay. no, we don't have to praise the guy, but we don't have to <laughs> go into... Goodbye. Making fun of, of death and cancer. It's but, all right. He did the same thing. Hello. He would mock. I know, but that don't mean that don't mean you got patient. That doesn't mean you have to return yeah. those sentiments. There's a few people Listen, that you can be happy obviously about. Obviously, I'm you on die. the fence about the whole thing. Him and Trump and it's, it's a small it list. Right. It's okay. He caused a lot of harm. Well, we have the opposite Goodbye. person who brings joy. Oh, good. <sighs> I need positivity. His camera's not on. Is he refusing? Oh, there he is. Hello? <coughs> Hello? Got what? Where's my Robert Popper? Is he here? Hello there. Hello, Hello Robert, Hello. how are you? Hello, my only friend. <laughs> my only my friend. Only friend. <laughs> Hello, my friend. (laughs) This is the greatest. I because when you called the last time, you were in character, and I wanted to respect. I I wanted to respect that, but there, I was like, oh, it was also such a fun time we could have just being you and me. For I've known Robert for for so many years, and some uh, sometime years ago, we started calling each other my only friend as. Hello, my only friend. My, my only friend. It's so How de- are you, my only friend? It's so depressing to think about somebody that only has one friend and refers to that person. Hello, my only friend. It's more, it's more depressing when you say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, my only friend. Goodbye for. Goodbye forever, my only friend. The other thing we would do, I don't. Were we going to do something with this? Was the uh, phone calls between Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We wanted to do this thing, which was they were. It was. Was it either their phone calls when they were dead? But it was because I can do a sixty-five percent good Margaret Thatcher. I can do like a twenty-five percent good Ronald Reagan. I think it's forty-five. Okay. It was. It was. Uh, but really? they chat, but then he says, Do you know something? It's wonderful talking to, to the American. Tell me, what is it like being the American president? Well, <laughs> Margaret, I've got to. I see, I can, I can only do well. It's always well. Well, what if you were talking to Rush Limbaugh? That might be better. <laughs> My guest on the show is Margaret Thatcher, one of the great conservatives from London, England. <laughs> Thank you so much. It is wonderful to be here. I am, of course, very dead. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, welcome to the EIB Network in Hell. I'm here with uh, Margaret Thatcher, who committed suicide. Is that correct, Miss uh, Thatcher? Yes, no. I, yes, yes, I did. I, I, I drank uh, poison <laughs> and, I, and I threw myself down a well. Terrific, yes. Wow. <laughs> now, you're responsible for the... Uh, uh, Desecration of uh, the public services in the United Kingdom and ruined so many lives. How does that feel? Yes, and I also desecrated many graves. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher I, I, was well known for desecrating graves. I, I dug up their remains yeah. and, and, and ate body parts. <laughs> All right, let's settle right. down. Let's settle down. How are you? You look the same. I don't know. I, I mean, you look the same. You're the same man. And the men <laughs> behind are the same. I can see Doug there. Yeah, Doug's who back here. That? Who's that? Who else is behind us? That's Vic. Vic back here. That's Vic. Hello there. Hello. Hello there. I became all British. How are you? <laughs> You're the most British person I know. Get out of here. I mean, there's nobody hey, more. Where, uh, where do you film this? Where, where is this? It's where, me where, room. Where is this? It's me garage. It's is me it, garage. Is it in your actual house? Yeah. Well, it's uh, yes, it's underneath my house. It's the garage. The garage. Underneath your house. It's the Kill garage. Underneath. In the garage. <laughs> yeah. You've got it in the garage. I've been to your house. Not this one. Oh, is it a new one? Yeah, a new one. You were the oh, old oh. one. <laughs> because I don't know if viewers know that Tim used to, in his old house, he had, it was like a normal house, but then three floors he built on top, which were working abattoirs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a great way to kill a cow. Exactly. We, to it, kill a cow. it was really hard. We stayed. We stayed the night there, but it was just, it was just cows screaming, <laughs> and there were horses. I think there were horses. I did see oh, horses. Oh, this not a horse, yeah. <laughs> I don't like the meat. I don't like the meat of a horse. You know, I don't like that. But I you're do just, like. You just like slaughtering. I like the guts. <laughs> I like the entrails, oh, the stomach, yeah, and whatnot. It makes a nice hat. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. You stretch it out, and you make it uh, into some tough. It's tough material. It's tough. Oh, that's good. You drop the old tough material. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. There used to be a presenter, a political presenter, who used to interview Margaret Thatcher all the time, and his name was Dennis Morton, I think, and he would. Tell me something, Margaret Thatcher. How do you feel about the Grace Natural? Well, he used to he used to talk like this, so yeah. I might talk like this now. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. I'll speak like this. I mean, the inside of a horse yeah. is tough stuff. It is <laughs> That's tough, tough stuff. stuff. I can't do it. I become Margaret Thatcher now. I can't do it. <laughs> do people even love? Do people love it or not? Love when me and Popper get together and clown around. Hey. Do you remember we did a thing for a while, I don't know why, where we recorded on cassette, yeah. like <laughs> a terrible song, like I just did a horror, like yeah. an embarrassingly bad song. Yeah. And said so to you and you said, I've got to find that. That was... I know. And I bought, really I even bought a tape machine because I felt like it was really important that it sounded like it was on one of those cassette recorders that you press record on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And... The problem is I can't help but write good songs. I try writing bad songs. Of course. I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Grammy off the Grammy off the Grammy. <laughs> I remember hearing you guys do a, a, a prank call where I think you, like, shared one brain. We share a brain. We share a brain. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we, you yeah were, we, so you were living in Los Angeles for a little while writing with the South Park? Yeah, that was it. And then we, the we, we I used to come around and this, this, it's called the South Park. Yeah. And and we we did we did silly phone calls, didn't yeah. we, one night? And we, we just like we phoned 
was it a hotel? But we just we just spoke at the same time. So yeah. whoever like led a millisecond ahead, the other yeah. one will follow. Yeah. So and then, I'm calling about finding uh, out if you guys have a room. Have a room. And if you guys could accommodate us. <laughs> <laughs> and then the best bit is when we said slightly cyclically, there's a pause, and we went, "We share a brain." <laughs> 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 that is the best. And there was one where we where we phoned and we decided we would start the call with the word specifically. <laughs> Hello, specifically we would like to. <laughs> I haven't done a good prank phone call in a long time. They're very. I know, fun. man. We should do those again. Um, I listened this morning. I started um, listening to the audio book, which immediately came in my. I pre-ordered it. It oh, came wow. right away this morning. That's the time waster letter, isn't it? Yeah. My silly book this, on uh, that, Audible. Can you get them in America? It's Audible UK. Can okay, you? Okay, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. It worked. It's international. You could get it in, uh, in Antarctica, I believe, if you have Wi-Fi. Wow. wow. And in Belgium? Can you get it in Belgium? You can get it in Belgium, but mm. it's not in... Uh, but how many languages did you record it in? <laughs> Uh, we did 30 languages. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, we, did, we did Inuits as well. And so, you yeah. did all of them yourself. That's incredible. Is it just phonetic yeah, well, or did I, you learn the languages? No, 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 no. Well, I'm fluent in about 25 languages <laughs> and uh, five others I, I can get by. Yeah. Inuit, I can get by in Inuit. Yeah. Well, you can always phonetically piece can it I out, but that's amazing that you way. speak so many yeah. languages. Well, I've, I've lived all over the world. <laughs> That's amazing. And what a time commitment to read the, to do the audiobook 25 <laughs> times, 26, concluding English. Yeah, it, it, it was worth it, though. Anything for, for humanity. <laughs> yeah, it's just my silly, it's my silly letters books, um, my mad letters books um, on Audible that we read with Peter Serafinowicz, you know him, he's your buddy. And, um, I, and I, I mean, Portugal. I didn't want to just immediately left turn into promo thing, but... Those no, I'm not doing a promo thing. I just feel people wouldn't know what it was, so I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's not talk about it. Let's I want to. No, I do want to because it. I it don't is, want to. The the, <laughs> <laughs> the books are literally, and I hate saying literally because it's not true. Are are the things that made me, you know, like cry, like cry, laugh, like sad, can't sadly, breathe. Sad, sad. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he being so mean? They're to these people. Sad. They're just these letters that are very. Poignant and sad. <laughs> yeah, like the letters between Ronnie and Ma Margaret. Margaret. Uh, yes, absolutely. Will do right again, please, my only American friend. It's snowing in I, I, Margaret. It's snowing in Washington. I've just met with Tim O'Neill. I've been at the graves again, digging. <laughs> I begin snacking on brains. I begin eating the corpses, Ronnie. What should I do? <laughs> Well, we should, we should do, that reminds we me of an old movie those. I was in. We're going to have to do those. I know, but we should get somebody else to do Ronald Reagan. I could do anybody else. No, you've got to do them. Will, I don't do a good Margaret. I think I just have to get the head into it. Will, Margaret, it's just been Just say real. well and you're there, man. I'll listen to lots of, of audio of him. Um, okay, you do. So. So. I. Yes. <laughs> I, I listened this morning. But there's one thing I was going to ask you about. There's also please, this Time Waster's please, diary, please. the diary. Yeah, I wrote a, a novel. It's not a proper book. It's a, like a diary in the year of the character Robin, Robin Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was so hard watching that. Oh that seemed like uh, one of those things, like you start it and then you're like, fuck, I got to really see this. I know, through. it was so hard. And it's and like it's, thick. Yeah. It's like a, it looks like yeah, the Bible. It was too long. It was too <laughs> long. It was too long. I wrote that. Yeah, I went insane writing that for a year. Yeah. Um, but I listened, so I started listening to the letters and they work very, I mean, I'm not surprised. Thank you so much, Tim. That means so much. <laughs> <laughs> they work really well in the audio format. Um, the, the first letter that comes up, just so people understand, you write this letter to a gardening equipment, uh, uh, a gardening... Uh... Furniture. It was a gardening furniture magazine. They used to send me like loads and loads of uh, brochures and I didn't have a garden. And yeah, so, and then in the end, I thought, fucking hell, stop sending it right. I'm going to write to them. And I said that I was a, a garden furniture designer <laughs> and I designed scarecrows made from beef. Would you be interested <laughs> right. in my designs? And they wrote back saying, yes, we'd be interested in your scarecrows made of beef, question mark. <laughs> and then I wrote back, thought... Um, thank you so much. Um, I, th I think there must have been a typo. I, it, you know, I didn't. It didn't say beef. It should have, of course, said beal. B e e l. No such word. <laughs> Which is nothing. And they right? wrote back. Well, yeah, we'd like to see your beal scarecrow. <laughs> so here are my beal scarecrow. And they did drawings of these. They look. No, I've got the book here. Look, I'll just show a picture. Of oh, the, well, how the convenient. <laughs> yeah, no, because the scarecrows are funny. Look, that's that's one of them. That one. There's a scarecrow made of beef. <laughs> so basically, it's just. Shit drawings and shit yeah. letters. That's the one thing. Are you, are you worried about the book? Like, the drawings are so funny, too. I mean, you have to have both. You can't ju You got to have the books as well. Absol absolutely. <laughs> it's a compendium. The audio is a compendium. It is not the only... You don't throw the books it away. It is a compendium, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Exactly. It is exactly, and I do not know why you would suggest for one moment it isn't a compendium when it is. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have both. Oh, you can have both. You, you can't can, have only one. You, you can't have only one, but you can't have both. You've got to have one. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're contradicting yourself. Exactly. Um, well, how, well. Um, how badly... Are things going over there <laughs> in terms of uh, the the, uh, the the geese, the plague? Well, yes. It's why shit, did I just shift? Why, why, did, I, why did I bring everything that? down? What's the um, matter with yeah, me? It's, it's, it's a very hard time, but on, the, on, on balance, there are more graves for me to dig and, and plunder. <laughs> oh. I'm Come and see so... if you can get out of the plague. Can you see? Can you get out of the plague now? Yeah, I just take way out. I blew. I blew it. I was are having you, so much fun, and then the I got dark. Are you the using plague. COVID time to write season seven of Friday Night Dinner? Oh, yeah, oh, go. he's clever, this that? man. Lucky seven. Hey, hey, uh. hey clever Vic. Uh. <laughs> oh, your stuff's so good, man. Uh, um, I'm not. I'm not doing any more. I don't think I'm doing any more. It's done. Oh, yeah, six is enough. Did they? Did you? wrap everything up neatly as a, in a little bow? Slightly the... neatly, yeah, slightly neat. I don't think I'll do any more, but I'm doing a new thing now, so I'm writing a new thing now. Can you tell me anything about it, or is it? No, it's not. I, I, it's just about two uh, two girls, not little children girls, like oh, older girls, old girls, very old girls. <laughs> Sounds girls pretty sick. They're, they're Sounds like, pretty you know, sick, man. <laughs> 220-year-olds, you know, two, a couple of... 220-year-old. Why don't you cast me in this show, and then I could come over there and spend some time over there. I can. I would very much like that. I would like to do that. 
I, I actually would like Tim, to. I will chaperone you, much like Ted Cruz chaperoned his family. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear this story in America about no, Ted Cruz? I saw, all I saw before I came in was a picture of Ted Cruz with a fucking U.S. flag mask with a big... <laughs> Dragging a a, 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 suitcase. a suitcase in an empty thing, and I didn't, I didn't. What what was? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Well, he Texas is like going through a major disaster right now. Yeah, I know. There's the no cold like, and electricity and everything. Yeah, and he split to Cancun with his family. Um, is he allowed to do that? You can. I mean, yeah, he's he's a, he can do whatever he wants. But he's from Texas. He's from Texas. He's the senator yeah. from Texas, and oh, so. He just People started calling him out, and he said, "Oh no, 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 no! I'm just—I was just dropping them off. I was chaperoning them down. I'm coming right back." So all like, the way to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. his wife apparently, his wife and adult children can't take care of themselves on the no, on the, no, no, no. the two-hour no, Delta no, flight. Leave me, don't leave me off my original, please help! You have to take us on the airplane. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Vic is like the number one Friday night dinner fan. Um, in America, the I only am. fan. Wow. In America. <laughs> probably is. It probably is. I was. Thank you, Vic. Yeah. When is when can we watch season six? I don't. I I could not find it. You Vic? can watch it now. Right now. <laughs> Take it away. There it is. All right, Vic. Would you like it? Would you like it? What's that? Would what you show platform? us a couple episodes right, right now on your phone? Yeah, yeah I, will. <laughs> I, will. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. I will. I will definitely do that. Hold on. Look. No, I will, I will do that. I will show you definitely. Uh, I will show you here. Here, here, here is um, one second. Here we go. This will be good. There we are. There we are. There we are. Hold on, one second. <laughs> uh, Hold on a minute. While he's doing uh, that, no, Vic, tell me where I can watch it. I was watching it on Amazon. Oh, gotcha. and it was on Hulu for a while, and then it just disappeared one day. Oh, I complained. Wow. Yeah. I complained to Hulu. We it took it down. Fun. We need more American shows. <laughs> um. All right. Here we go. Oh, there we go. Oh, cool, oh, cool, Vic. There you go. There's a world premiere of season six wow. of Friday Night <laughs> Dinner. What a great way to watch. We're going to get dinged by the little, BBC here. Is a little different? Dang. Uh, is that the BBC that channel's on, that show's on? <laughs> Wait, what is this? That's a clip of a man trying... That's showing you how to repair a washing machine on YouTube. <laughs> have you seen... <laughs> I got to think, uh, have you, you, you would love, here oh, we go. Here we go. this is the good bit. One minute. What is that now? <laughs> it's repairing the washing machine. <laughs> That's wow. fascinating. Oh, great. It's like sewing it. That's cool. Robert, have you seen this guy yeah, who's like, um, I got to thank, um, um, who's our moderator, Matt? I'm blanking on her name. Vaughn. Vaughn sent this to me. It's this, um, old man who makes very cheap, affordable food on his stovetop. He takes like TV dinners and, and makes these dinners. <laughs> you would love, he's like, yeah. a, he's like an American Robin Cooper. But she sent me this video of him making, the video is called How to Eat Cornflakes. Or How to Make How cornflakes. to Make Cornflakes. Yeah, How to is Make Cornflakes. Is he British cornflakes. or American? Yeah. Well, is he British? He's American. He's American. But he's, he's like an older... Wait, he's how like, to make cornflakes. He makes his own cornflakes. What, what's the real name of the video? Find out the real name. He doesn't make them. It's how to prepare it, but it's called how to make them. I right? think it's called how to make okay. cornflakes. How, oh, it's okay. how to eat cornflakes cornflake. tutorial. Tutorial, yeah. So, <laughs> Feature man is his name. Feature man. And here's what he does. He's, it's, he's got a box of cornflakes, okay? <laughs> a box of cornflakes, a, a generic brand, because he's all, which is fine. He's all about like economy and like yeah. how to yeah. make things cheap. <clears throat> 
So he pours in the the, the cornflakes into this bowl, which is a reused uh, container. It's a whip, from a whip, whipped cream container. Whipped cream container. <laughs> it's so puts, it's so but, grim. Wait, but listen, you're not going to believe. You're going to think I'm making this up. He puts okay. in some fruit. He puts in some blueberries and raspberries. Okay, all good. Then he goes. Then he goes. And now for a little treat. Now for a little uh, surprise. <laughs> he puts in three large marshmallows. Okay, <laughs> puts in three large marshmallows. Then he takes a teaspoon and and heaps in three, uh, three heaping teaspoons of powdered sugar. Right. <laughs> Three teaspoons. So now we've got three full-size marshmallows, three teaspoons of powdered sugar, and then he adds chocolate milk instead of regular milk. He adds chocolate milk. And, and then he tops it with whipped cream, like that the Cool Whip stuff that you pop. He loves the Cool Whip. And he eats it. And, and, he eats it. and he, then he mixes it up with two spoons because somehow he's got two spoons involved. He's got the Cool Whip spoon and the regular uh, oh cereal God. spoon. Oh my God! I, I hate describing it. Does he do other like food like that? Yeah. Well, well he'll do like a hungry man, uh, or he'll do like a beefaroni can, or like just like shows you how to eat canned food basically. And then he has this oh, big like a uh, three liter. A bottle of uh, root beer, like or something like that. He's like, yeah. drinking out of the bottle, and he's always like, "This is this was thirty nine cents. Twenty you know? cents. This is twenty cents." And he's like, like "What's his name? Fe what's his name? Feature man. Feature man. Feature for man. some I got, reason, I I got into watching a few years ago. Did you ever see Shoe Nice? Shoe Nice. Yeah. Three, two, one. Uh -huh. Shoe Nice. No, I don't know. He's the man that would eat anything. So he's okay. He would eat a bottle of glue. Yes. He would, <laughs> he would go three, two, one. Shiny, he'd go, look, look, And then he would take a bottle. He would go, okay, bottle of tequila. And he put the bottle in his mouth, no hands, hold it up like that, and drink the whole bottle. Jesus. H have you checked in on him lately? Is he not doing well? I don't know if he's, he's, he's still not, alive. He is still alive, but they took away his main channel. So he's trying to build it up again and just can't get the same like steam behind it. So it's well, maybe now sad. this yeah. will <laughs> this will this will do it. Yeah. I feel terrible <laughs> for the um I feel terrible for uh people that I described that cornflakes video to because there's something wonderful about not knowing what's coming next and seeing seeing the escalation in sweets into the cornflakes. <laughs> you just can't believe it the when it's happening. I thought would have been would have been better to put in and powder sugar. <laughs> just three spoonfuls of, of heaping. Eight spoonfuls of flour would have been good. <laughs> Cornmeal. I like to uh, add a little cornmeal. That's his voice. He always he uses like, like another one of these guys that like thinks that you need to speak like a broadcaster. Oh right, okay. I'm well. speaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a little sweet for some, but I have a sweet tooth and I've deserved it. Um, fuck, so Tim, he's good. got headshots. Did you he hear like about an old actor? He is a, he a feature background actor. Yeah. yeah. Did feature you hear about this alternate ending of Titanic that just came out? Did you hear about this, Robert? Well, is this, is this real or pretend? This is real. This is the best thing I've seen in a while. Maybe we could play it. Well, you mean oh, that, Robert won't you mean be able it, to see it, right? You mean the boat crashes? <laughs> no, the boat still crashes. <laughs> so I, if we can show this, I'm sorry, I'm springing this on you. Is that a possibility? A possibility? Uh, 
It's hard to see. We can text it to Ray. <laughs> can send it to Ray. He won't see it necessarily. Great. It's awesome. Oh. Um, wait, 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 wait. Who did this uh, Titanic? What is this? Well, so, so like, I'll describe it again. I'll do my descriptions of, of funny videos that people love. You hold up your phone. Um, so imagine looking at So the ending of, I forgot about this, but the ending of Titanic is there's this old lady, oh. this old hag who they've taken out on the boat to help find this, <laughs> to help find this uh, jewel. It's big fucking oh. heart jewel, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, they're like, oh, uh, she had it the whole time. And it was her little secret because it was between her and Jack. And, and it's, it, this is the one where, and it's covered in diarrhea. No, no. <laughs> she pulls it out of her ass. <laughs> okay, I remember. Yeah. And in the movie that we've all seen, she's between her and us, you know, the audience, she drops it in the ocean. She turns it back, returns it to the sea where it belongs mm -hmm. between, returns it to Jack who, who drowned. And the awful tragedy of the Titanic, which we blame, the Americans blame the British for. You understand that, right? You that was forget. your ship. I'm sorry. I'm just very sorry. You should do a... Maybe we could have an hour's silence for all of it. <laughs> you should do an apology tour about the Titanic on behalf of the British people. Okay, I will. Anyways, there's apparently James Cameron shot an alternate ending that was then cut. And... It's she, and, and as opposed to just dropping it off without showing anybody, she shows it to um, the actor. What's his name? Who's the guy, the explorer? Uh, Roy, Roy Vince. <laughs> Tom, Tom Macaroni. That's him. Tom Marconi. Um, and she's like, ah, I've had it the whole time. And he's like, can I, can I just, can I touch it? Can I touch it? <laughs> and she's. Well, yeah, can you have it? Yeah, I can play it. I can play the, the sound. Will you be able to hear Vic? We're going to get dinged. But it's this, like, thing where she's like, you must learn to live live for the day and <laughs> and not hold on to... what. It, and then she throws it off for everybody to see. And he's like... And then he has this epiphany. He's like, I understand! I get it now! I understand what what's what's important in life, you know? And the woman, this other woman standing there, he's like, would you like to dance? And they start dancing. And it's like the corniest thing you've ever, ever, ever seen. And do they all wave into camera and shout, the Titanic! <laughs> to the Titanic! That would have been a great Titanic. ending, actually. Yeah. What's the latest with your, the, the no, royal no, family? What's the, what's the latest with Prince? Uh... Goodbye, Titanic! <laughs> And then they bow. What's the latest with the uh, with the prince? Uh, prince, uh, the prince Edward. Edward. No, no who's well, uh, uh, not Edward? The uh, the old the queen's, man. The queen's father. Queen's husband. Yeah, yeah. Albert. Albert. Prince, prince Philip. Prince Philip. <laughs> prince Philibert. He's looking rough. He, well, he's uh, he's two hundred years old today. <laughs> he's in he's in prison. He's in a prison hospital. He's in a hospital. He's in a prison hospital. I'm not well. I'm not well. I'm not fucking well, and I'm going to hospital, and I insist on going to a prison hospital. <laughs> it must be a dungeon, you see. It must be. I don't know why I speak a bit rough. In the old, I'm very posh. In the old days, <laughs> in the old days, <clears throat> if you're sick, you went to a dungeon. <laughs> Dungeons, yes. A dungeon. And you're cured, you see. You're cured. Moments. No. You spent one week in a dungeon and you're cured. 
dungeon. <laughs> and they shouldn't have, you know what? They shouldn't have put him in charge of everything. Is he in charge of everything? <laughs> yeah, he's, the, he's like, little did they know, he's been running I think Americans show. sort of think quite a lot that the royal family is sort of in charge of everything. No, we don't. I don't think my, my no. audience is too smart and, for and, that. And they understand. We probably think about them 0.1 second every <laughs> three months. But I think it was you or... It might have been you or Peter who put put it well, put it uh, uh, succinctly to me in understanding why they still exist. Is like, it's good for tourism. That is an interesting point. Yeah. <laughs> it's a living thing that is almost everywhere else just in the history. Well, books. Tim, you know, with the economy being as it is now, <laughs> I mean, we could all do with some extra, you know, money coming in. And if they're going to help, which frankly, they do. Do then you it's ever, got to be a good thing. Do you ever do, go, how, do, how, how, Have you ever thought how it would work purely financially for your country <laughs> if you were to have a, a king or a queen, but purely financially? We do. We've got, we've got a royal family here in my mind. You do, of I course you have. Larry yes, King. Uh, yes. We have Larry King, who yes. passed away recently. Uh, yes. It's so sad. Yeah. I know. You were, you were sobbing. <laughs> Next caller. Um, and then, you know, Rush Limbaugh going is going to be is going to be hard for a lot of us. We'll be very, very sad here. You know who must be upset is that. Um, oh, shit. Who's that guy that's always that's the British guy that's friends with Trump, who's always smoking and um, Nigel. Oh, Nigel Farage. Nigel yeah. Farage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He's an, he's he's what we call here a cunt. Yes. <laughs> He must have messy, the messiest shits, you know, just the awful. I phone. I did a phone call to them. I phone called. I, I phone called. <laughs> I phone called his, his when he ran this uh, political party, and some woman answered, and uh, and I said, "Is he? Is it true that he does?" Because he was always photographed in the pub having a fucking pint. Like yeah, British he's pint. a man of the people. Yeah, is it true he goes does goes to the toilet? Does his wheeze in the pub toilet? <laughs> Well, no, he does. No, he does his wheeze. If he's in the pub and he needs a wee, yeah. he goes to the pub. Otherwise, he goes at home. Is it true he won't burn a dog? <laughs> yeah, that's like Mike Huckabee, who uh, torture his son's tortured really dogs. Do apparently. Um, all right, I gotta go. I laughed too much with you. It's oh, too hard. sorry, sorry. I made you laugh. Well, I just wanted to get real with you and, and maybe talk about, like, you know, your influences and, and where the humor comes from. Because my suspicion is that you had a very troubled childhood. And I wanted to get into that because your humor is so dark. Oh, it is really dark. Can we have we got time to talk about this now for, for, for a long, long time? Not that not on this show, but I'm launching a new podcast, which well, is inside know, the comedy. It's wonderful talking to you, Ronnie. Uh, thank you so much. For, it was, we had a wonderful trip there. Unfortunately, I didn't get to dig up any of your graves. I want to welcome you to my new podcast, uh, Inside the Comedy Mind. My first guest is Robert Popper, creator of Look Around You and thank Time you. Waster Letters. Robert. Thank you. I'm um, still Margaret Thatcher. I'm still terrible Margaret Thatcher. I'm still a bad version <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. An unconvincing, I'm an unconvincing Margaret Thatcher. Well, I think I, if I'm closing my eyes, I mean, my audience doesn't, they're, they're too young for Margaret Thatcher. They don't know who the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. 
You might as well do uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, I, the, the Queen Victoria from the 1800s, that little bitch. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> she spoke, she sort of spoke like this. <laughs> did she? Did she have a lisp? Yes, she did, yeah. She spoke a bit like this, and she's very quick and everything, you know. She always, had her, she always had her one eye closed like Popeye, but when they, they painted did. her, they painted it, op- they painted it open. <laughs> so she was actually, she was a cyclops. <laughs> I can see fine. Just paint me with this one open. <laughs> you know what's it great? Said that, it was said that she had a big eye in her mouth. She had a big what? A big eye in her mouth. <laughs> but it looked it looked back towards the end of other end of her throat. That's, that all, that's all she could see was inside yeah, her own mouth. Dark, dark. You know what's really funny? There's a uh, in the at the Magic Castle in in. Have you ever been to the Magic Castle? No, I heard, I heard I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's just a, there's all these uh, paintings of magicians from the past that have p- performed there the past hundred years or something, you know. And there's this one painting of a guy. Uh, I don't know his name. He's a magician, but he had a, a toupee. He, he wore a toupee as a as in his life, and the painting very clearly. Uh, suggests the toupee. It's very accurate painting. So you see how it's a toupee in the painting. (laughs) And it's like, well, why couldn't you just, if you're the painter, why couldn't you just make that look like real hair? Like, why did you have to represent the toupee in the painting? (laughs) Was it part of a shtick? No, I don't know. You know what, Doug? I don't know. I don't know the whole... He doesn't know, okay? He doesn't know. It doesn't matter. He doesn't doesn't know, okay? All right. You don't know. We got to go. The show's on over. On that sour note, on that terrible note. <laughs> Doug bringing some, a dose of reality to the conversation. Um, well, let's do it again, Robert. I'm so glad to have seen you, and I hope I see you in person one of these days. When that would be nice. And thank you, and God bless you all. Sorry I ruined the ending. The, the uh, Time Waster oh, well. Compendium on Audible. I highly, if you're getting a recommendation from me, I'm not over here recommending everything under the sun. This is a. This is going to oh. guarantee you laughter that will bring tears and stomachs. Stomachs will be hurting. And, Diarrhea again. And urine will flow. You'll pee your pants. <laughs> your bed will be wet. <laughs> All right, Robert. Cheers. Right. Cheers. I guess you, as you would say. See you later. Cheers. Gumballs. Gumballs. All right. That's our show. What a show, huh? Wow. Is Robert wow. as funny to you as he is to me? Boy. They were loving it. God. What a, what a, what, I mean, it's almost a shame that we had him do Robin Cooper only last time because he offers so much more when he's just himself. I love his grocery list that he leaves behind. Oh, that's a that wonderful thing. That is the thing. greatest bit. That's a funny bit. All right, everybody. Um, we're not stopping. We're going right into After Hours here on the Patreon EIB network. Big live launch. Big live launch. Yes, and the big hours. live launch of timanderic.com. Um, unbelievable stuff coming up in the next few minutes. Guaranteed success. No problems here. Roll it, ladies and gentlemen. The end credits begin right now. I do not sing what I believe. I only give them facts okay. If they okay. believe quite okay. otherwise It still will okay. have him Victory, 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 victory,